special from you from All right. here. Stand by. I'm sorry, we're going live in a minute. Stand by. Okay. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds are talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz, the smoothest show on internet radio. Your host, the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds. Hello and Happy New Year and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen, and um, this is our eighth year with this show, so we're happy to be back. We took a little break during the holidays, and we're happy to be back. And Derek Harvin is the first interview for the year, so we're happy to have him on as well. Um, if you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com, click on Interviews, and then underneath Derek's picture is Listen Here, and that's where you click to join us in the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. Mike, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great today. How are you today? Good, good. Happy New Year to you, too. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Welcome back for our eighth year of Talking Smooth Jazz. Can't believe it's been eight years. Eight years? No. Wow. Can't believe you put up with me for this long. (laughs) (laughs) I was just telling Derek, you're probably glued to the TV watching football. (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, yes, I'm watching football now. Yeah, I I sure am. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, let me introduce our guest. Um, producer, keyboardist Derek Harvin um, is our guest today. Uh, he has released his debut project called From Here, and this release is dedicated to his late father. Derek, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hello, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Terry. Happy New Year to you also, Mike. How you doing today? Hey, happy New Year to you. How you doing today? Okay, all right. I'm doing wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you for so having me I on was- the show today. I was telling Derek that um, I had not heard of him until I heard his music on the radio a couple of weeks ago and really liked what I heard. And so I contacted him and asked him to come onto the show. Um, let me welcome Joe from Germany. Hey, Joe, happy new year. We're glad we're back, too. It's been a while. Good to see you. Thank you for uh, joining us, as always. Joe is our, our lone fan in Germany. He's always here with us. So we're happy to see you, Joe. Thank you. Yes. Um, so as I was saying, I had not heard of uh, Derek before I listened to his music. Um, the CD, is again, is called From Here. Very nice release, Derek. Very nice. I'm enjoying it a lot. Thank you very much, Terry. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. So it was... Give us a little history behind the, um, you, your your background. Okay. So, you know, I'm a songwriter, producer. Um, actually, my day job is a university professor at school called Full Sail University here in Winter Park, Florida. Um, so I teach um, music and music technology there at the university. And and I just, you know, I love the culture of smooth jazz. And from here is my first debut release. I'm very proud of it. It's It was a project that was birthed from, you know, some life experience. Like many artists say, you know, they, they were inspired by some chain of events that happened and outcomes this project that becomes a part of their legacy. And that's the inception of From Here. Um, but with me, you know, I'm a keyboardist, a pianist, um, and I just love the culture of smooth jazz, and I just wanted to share my music with the world and was birthed from here. <laughs> mm. well, now, now before really nice. the events that led to you, you know, um, making this CD, was there any thought before that of, of doing a CD? Yes, it was. Um, you know, and like many people in life, they suffered some some sort of loss or change change you know life changes in their life you know I, I lost my father back in 2010 and you know I went through a divorce you know a few years afterwards and became a you know single parent um, so many things in my life had just kind of went in a whirlwind and turned around and you know I had just made a kind of a declaration to myself that I was going to let let that stop me and hold me back from you know, my voice and music and what I had to offer to the world. And I decided to um, come up with this project. And being that I have produced for many people, you know, many pop stars and, and climbed the charts and, 
you know, receive, you know, um, you know, accreditation for, you know, just the work that I've done. You know, it was just when I did my own project, it was it was sort of a challenge because I had to dig deep into a place of, of myself. You know, it wasn't like I was mm. wanting to listen to someone else and come up with this album. And although I have many, many artists that I enjoy in the culture of smooth jazz, but, you know, I was on a plane ride home from Virginia one year and uh, back in 2013, actually, and I decided it was time to come up with this album. <laughs> and it just, it just kind of flowed out of me and it just, all the songs, the song titles, everything was just there. And, I, and the melodies were in my head, and it was just a kind of an easy musical experience to write because it was a documentation of my life. Hmm. Okay, so now you just answered my next question because um, you had mentioned all of the other people that you produced for and worked for, and I was wondering, um, was it easier to produce and write for other people uh, than it was for you to do this debut release? Did you have, like, you know, any challenges or anything trying to put produce the CD for yourself? But you just answered that, so that's good. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, when you're, when you're pulling from a place inside of yourself, it's, it's the time to really be honest. You know, you hear people say you can't lie to yourself, <laughs> you know, and that, that yeah. perspective that you have in your heart, um, it really comes out, and you have to be really transparent um, to let that, you know, let that voice be heard. So coming up with From Here was – Sort of, sort of a um, an experience of just realization of myself and where I was and everything, but certainly easier to write for <laughs> other people <laughs> than for you know for myself as far as producing a final product. Now, do you think that um, with the passing of your father, um, had had he not passed, do you think you would have pre- released a CD? Oh, that's a great question, Terry. I think. I think I may have, I might have procrastinated a little bit, you know, um, to, to really, to really like have that push to, to write something because I, you know, Mm. one thing about music being that it's a universal language, it should be shared, you know, and it shouldn't come from a selfish place. And that's what I really wanted to do with from here. Although the experiencing seems a bit dark, you don't have to look at it as the glass half empty. You can look at it glass half full and you can, pull from a brighter perspective to share that experience with someone else that may have, you know, going through the same thing. And I'm just happy that I could be a voice to do so with this album. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I have a phone call, so let me take this call. Um, This is from Pat. Hey, Pat. Hey, how are you, Terry? Hi, doing doing well. Doing well. Me, Derek. Um. Oh my God, I I am I just listening to Derek and oh my God, you just make me cry right now because um, you're talking from the heart. You're talking from the heart. Your mm-hmm. mu- music is so beautiful. Now, when are you coming to Chicago? That's my only question. Uh, is, is the moment Chicago will have me, <laughs> I will be right on the first flight. <laughs> well, do private love- shows. Do private shows. I mean, I'm just listening to you and Terry. Thank you so much, and you and Mike. Hello, Pat. Spirit. Oh, I'm here. Oh, we lost the losing you. You're kind of going in and out. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I feel the spirit um, of what you've been through: divorce, single parent, parent uh, passed away. So, Derek, let me ask you this question: When did you um, first realize that uh, music was in your heart? Was you like five, six, seven? You hit the nail right on. <laughs> I was, oh, you know, you. five growing up, and you know, growing up in the church, and just come from a good family that had me rooted and grounded and always make sure that I stay humble. And it's probably one of the reasons why, Terry, you haven't heard of me. I'm so sometimes too humble. I don't let my voice be heard. <laughs> you know, oh, I don't really okay. like to talk about, like to talk about myself, but I, I, I grew up with, you know, in a very rooted close knit family that um, really encouraged me. My mother really encouraged me to stick with music. It was something even to this day, um, just really encouraged me to just follow my passion. And it's just really been, um, great for you know me and my family, you know, just with music, just yeah. the exploration of sharing that music with others. Cool. Now, 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 are you originally from Florida, or are you a transplant from somewhere else? I am. I am originally from Brooklyn, New York. Oh, and okay. Yes, I was born in Brooklyn, New York. Lived in Queens, and I studied music at a school called Norfolk State University in Norfolk, Virginia. And I've been here in Orlando, Florida, for the last fifteen years. 
Mm. Featured music at full sales. All right. So Mike, um, oh, I lost Mike, so he'll call. He'll call me right back. I wanted to tell him about the football fan thing, but until <laughs> he calls back in. All right. Well, Pat, did you have any other questions? For me, Terry? Yes. Did you have any other questions? Um, I, I just wanted to ask Derek another question um, as far as your music. Now, you say you teach at a university, and you have a full-time job somewhere, and then you also teach music. And um, I'm just interested. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I teach music at the university here um, called Full Sail University. Um, okay. I love that school. Um, <laughs> um, and then I also perform music you know, locally here, and then whenever I'm, you know, commissioned to travel, I will play music around, um, um, you know, the States or even overseas. And, you know, that's my my life is music. You know, I feel blessed to be able to do what I love to do, whether I'm sharing it with others um, by way of my own music and as well as teaching. Mm-hmm. Well, God bless you, friend. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Pat. Thank you. Same You're to welcome. you. Thank you, Terry. Thanks for calling, Pat. Yes. I'll wait. I'll wait. You too. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay, so let's get into some music. And, Derek, I'm going to let you pick the first song. Okay, let's start with This Time Around. I love that song. That okay. starts. The, that's the first song from the album uh, from here, This Time Around. Um, the nice groove to this one, and I hope everyone enjoys it. <laughs> Okay. Before we do that, I got another phone call. Area code seven five seven. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Thank you, Derek. Is my brother? Hey, Derek. It's Tisha and Marlon. How you? How you doing, Tisha and Marlon? It's my family on the line. Oh, <laughs> and we're doing good. We're so excited. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro. Welcome. How y'all doing up there? <laughs> We're doing we're doing good. It's snowing here. We're doing good. We're doing good. Okay. We're so excited awesome. for you. We're so proud of you, brother. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's a nice right, well, CD teacher. I like music. it a lot. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah it's a good, it's All a right, good, it's you a want, good album. You guys want to hold on while I play this song? Sure. All right, this is This Time Around. This is from Derek Harbin's debut release, From Here.
like that. This time around, yes. that is from Derek Harbin's debut CD from here. That was nice. I really like that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. Very nice track. That is a very nice track. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Thing. Yeah. Uh, so before we left and everything, you were talking about, you know, the different people that you produced and played with. I also saw that you provided some keyboard and solo work for um, Philip Doc Martin as well. That's my boy up here in the yes. here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes. Philip and I, we when he was here um, living in Orlando, we had a opportunity to um to do some shows here and performances and that's when we got a chance to really you know start vibing together collectively and and when he was working on his album good day at work um i had the opportunity to um play all and provide all the keyboards on this album um, good day at work oh cool and now are you on the new release he has a new release are you on that too i know he has a new release that's coming out very soon um i am yeah. not on a new release <laughs> okay. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> However, he will okay. be on some releases that I have coming up this year. <laughs> so. Okay. Good. Looking right. forward to that. So, uh, Tisha, and is it Marlon? Yes. How yes. are you guys related? Are you brother and sisters? Marlon and Derek are brothers. I'm sister-in-law. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Okay. All right. Well, Marlon, what do you think about your brother? Man, um, he's awesome. As I as I always tell him, I'm proud of him. Very, very proud of him. And um, the just the awesome work that he does and the exploit of his gift. And so I, I, you know, it's it's just it's just awesome. It's just awesome. And you know, it's kind of weird because every time I hear him, I was like, man, that's actually my brother. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's really good. And now, are you older, Marlon? Um, I'm older by 18 months, so we are really close. To let everybody know, we are okay. very, very, very close. close. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're very okay. close brothers, and uh, uh, that's just just how we are. That's how we was raised. So we we really close. Okay. All right. Good. And do you play any instruments at all? Uh, I dab a little bit in playing drums. Uh, you know, back in the day, uh, play a little bit now. Uh, but no, I I I didn't turn out to be as great a musician, but I can hold my own. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I really appreciate you guys calling in. Thank you, and you're more than welcome to hold on, um, if you want. Oh yeah, it, it's just it's just it's thank y'all for the the opportunity, and uh, like I said, just tell my brother love him and continue to do the great work. And uh, even though we're separated from. Virginia and Florida, we still real tight in. So you know, I just absolutely keep going. No, let me ask you, what part of Virginia are are you guys in? Uh, we're in Portsmouth, Virginia, which is uh, like a few miles from Virginia Beach. Okay, right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yep. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys calling in. Thank you so much. Oh, no problem. No Thank problem. You. Thank y'all so much, and keep hanging in there, bro. We'll talk to you later. I will. I will. All right. I love you both. Okay, love, love you, you too. Dear. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. I have another phone call from the same area code, 757. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hello. Hello. Who's this? Hello. Martin Block. Hello. Hello. Martin Block. Hey, Martin. <laughs> I, was just, I was calling, calling, tell my boy I'm proud of him. Doing his thing out there. Now, now, Terry, this who who we have on the line, Mr. Mr. Martin Blockton. I have to, I have my hat is off to this to this gentleman. Like he is responsible for getting me into production ah. back in nineteen ninety five. Martin and I we came up in the same you know the music circles there in, in the Virginia area. Um, and Martin is a is a well established saxophonist, producer, songwriter in his own right, and he's mm-hmm. gave me a great opportunity to work alongside with him, producing artists um, for both major and independent labels. And I got my chance and my start um, in production by way of um, Mr. Bloxon. So it's good to hear your voice, Martin. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Congratulations on your new new release. Thank you. Thank you very much. But I don't. Thank but you. I don't. But I don't, I don't expect anything less. You know. Thank and you. I have Thank to tell you, you Derek, 
when I yes. posted the flyer that I uh, you were going to be on the show, Martin emailed me, and uh, he spoke very okay. highly of you in the email. Yes, he spoke very highly of you in the email. Oh wow, yeah. So I knew he was calling in. Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. Yeah, I owe Martin a lot. I give him a, a lot of love for what he's, you know, you know, because when you when you're getting into this industry here, um, many people are, they have their you know, ideas of what, what the industry is about and what it's all entail. And the experiences I've had um, working alongside Martin was not only beneficial to me from a musical standpoint, but also from an industry standpoint, um, just getting me prepared for the things like today. You know, I, I had no idea I would be on the talk sh- on a, on your show today, Terry, and thank, thank you again for having me. But, you know, just being able to maneuver throughout the industry with all the different trends that happen, and not only in um, – this culture with smooth jazz, but other art form that we we produce and write for. What would you say is the best advice Martin gave you? Oh wow! <laughs> I, I, here's an interesting story. We we were, we were um, in New Orleans producing the artist, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I remember just getting off the plane and we were meeting some of the um, the, the executives at the label. And I was just so hungry to, like, get in the studio and work. And I'm just like a little kid in the candy store, like, let me prove myself. Let me prove myself. And I was, <laughs> you know, I was out of Virginia, and I was I was ready to work. And Martin was just like, you know, hold your horses. Your time, you know, the time will come. And what Martin really taught me, um, the experiences that I had at that moment, and then also, like, being able to sit with, you know, other artists such as, like, 50 Cent or Hilary Duff, when I had a chance to get within that rim of working in you know in the industry, I was able to conduct myself as an industry professional, you know, being prepared, you know, not coming in as a as a fan, but coming in as a colleague and um, someone okay. here, you know, being able to facilitate to provide music and work alongside of. So Martin, you know, really nurtured me in that sense to um, to establish me with my people skills and how I you know work with other artists. So, okay. And and Martin, what was it about Derek that made you what did you see in him that made you want to work with him? Well, I mean, just his dedication to the craft, uh, the, the amount of time that he spent practicing, you know, uh you know, just and learning the technology, he was just really hungry. He was a sponge. You know, he's the kind mm-hmm. of guy that you give it he hears it one time, it's his. You know. Okay. Uh, Whatever, whether it's advice or you know musical, uh, you know, and and, and he's, you know in live playing situations as well as uh, he's really intuitive too. So uh, you know that just just his sharpness, you know, and his, uh, you know he's a good dude too. So you know that's that's all okay. that's, that's huge. You know, you okay, man, you know, be humble and hungry and you know and just you know really on top of the technology. You know, he's just really. Uh, Impressive with that. No, no, no. I wanted to ask a question behind that because, you know, Dirk, with this being your debut CD and with the fact that, you know, um, the jazz genre is going through a a change right now and with, you know, the loss of different radio stations and things like that, you know, the state of the music is kind of evolving. So, with that being said, when you were going to, when you, right now, when you're releasing the CD, how was it? Uh, how was your mindset going into it, knowing that you know the state of the music as far as you know there's 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 a lot less radio stations that possibly play my music. You know I would have to go into doing the social media thing. How how was your mindset going into that, knowing that you know it was going to be kind of uh, stacked against you uh, versus you know ten fifteen years ago when you had uh, ample you know amount mm-hmm. of supply of um, stations that could possibly play your music and everything. Mm-hmm. No more absolutely, you know. Yes, um, you know the smooth the smooth jazz culture, the contemporary culture, is something that I kind of grew up in. Um, just around my family, um, my uncle and um, I remember I used I was a young kid. I would go around his house and I would cut his lawn, and when I come in the house, he would give me some some lemonade or you know iced tea or something, and he'll be listening to George Howard or Kenny G, um, and um, you know I mean, he's listening to. Um, several artists in the genre and and it just became a soundtrack to i i watched him as not being a musician and how the music affected him 
And, you know, I, I love straight-ahead jazz, and I, and I play quite a bit of that in this, in this area here. But something about contemporary jazz and the way it registers with people, um, when I decided to do From Here, it wasn't from a, a business um, sort of venture. It was about, um, I think the art form chose me, you know, more so and said, okay, this is From Here. If you know, I could have very much so said this would be a, a straight-ahead album, or it could have been a pop album, or um, singer-songwriter album, or so. But it was about smooth jazz, the, the 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 culture of it, and the fans, and how dedicated people are, and how they embrace the music to be a soundtrack of their life. That that's really mm-hmm. intriguing to me. You know how people take the music, you know, and listen to it, and and it, they can really digest it and can understand the textures that's happening because it's you know, the diatonics of the music and everything. It's not too heavy for them to, to really consume. Um, but so, mm-hmm. you know, with this particular genre of music, I I didn't look at it as, as, a, as a way to become successful because I have already, you know, worked in studios in Miami and California with major artists and had those experiences. But when it came to doing my project, it was a chance for me to demonstrate my humbleness and my love for the culture. And that's why that this album uh, from here was in that in that vein, and I just I just embrace the culture of it, and I just love how it affects people, um, and not looking again looking at it from a business standpoint, and, and it's and it's it's very sad with the radio stations that that are going away. We lost one of one of our stations here, WLOQ, um, here in, in the Central Florida area, and now we're they're online now and still providing great music to the community. Uh, however, you know, in the change and the trends of the business, um, those things happen. So I hope that, you know, through my voice, many other people will embrace the culture and c- can keep it alive, you know, because it's certainly a voice to be heard. And there are a lot of um, new, a lot of artists out there that are trying to do just that um, as well. So kudos to you guys. Um, Martin, I appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much. Oh, I had to. Just I wanted to wish them the, all the best, you know, all the best of success and uh, blessings, and just keep it up, Derek. Thank you, thank you, Martin. Thank you very much. All and right. Thanks to you. All right. All right. I have another phone call. Then we're going to get to some music. Uh, Miss Wanda is on the line. Hey, Wanda. Hello, Terry. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. Say hello to Derek. I just called in. I just wanted to say hello to Derek. We communicate quite. Yes, we do. (laughs) Yes, we do. Yes, we do. I'm I'm not sure, but I may be one of his first fans for when he first debuted this CD. (laughs) You certainly was, Miss Wanda. You have been a blessing to me and my family. And just you know, and it's people like everything that I just said. It's people like Miss Wanda that that reminds us, you know, of, of how this culture is embraced and people enjoy, you know, the the festivals. And I I, I see pictures that you know, uh, Wanda, that you will put up where you're in different places and you're enjoying these concerts. And it's really inspiring to me, you know, to continue okay. to do what I'm doing to be out there doing the same thing, you know. And so thank you very much for all the support. Um, that you've given from day one. Well, you're quite welcome. I really enjoy, I just enjoy jazz, and, I, and and I'm glad, I'm just happy to see younger artists come on the scene and pick it up because so many of our older ones are dying off, and, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm just thrilled to see how the new generation picking up jazz you know, and keeping it keeping it going because that's my favorite, and I'm so glad that you all are producing the physical CDs because I'm old fashioned. Yes. And I, yes. I love the I love the physical CDs because I can read the liner notes, who played yes. what, yes. and I just love it. And you just you you're doing a great job, Derek, and you just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, Miss Wanda. I truly appreciate that. I really do. All right, uh, Mike. Yeah. Uh, wait, hold on, Wanda. Mike, I told Wanda that um, she may beat Lori 
uh, the title that Lori has for Superfan, I told Wanda she might beat Lori for that title. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so too, Terry. I think the Wanda is everywhere. I I just saw some pictures earlier of Wanda sitting there with uh, Roland Martin at uh, Blues Alley. So yeah, she's yes. everywhere with everybody. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Well, she has my vote. <laughs> well, what can I, what can I say? <laughs> we love you, Wanda. We love you, girl. I just love everyone. And you know, a few minutes ago, you had Martin Bloxon on. He's yes. one of my favorite saxophonists as well. Yes, yes. Oh, he's, Martin, he's I awesome. hope you, you were listening, Martin. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Thank you, Mike. appreciate the sentiment. Yes, okay. he's one of my favorites because I... I posted a CD one day of Clifford, and he thanked me for, you know, supporting that project because he was on it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. with that being said, you all have a good day. And, Derek, you just keep hitting those keys for me. That's thank all you, you got. Thank you. <laughs> I most certainly will. <laughs> thank you very much, Ms. Wanda. Okay. You have thank a good you, day. Wanda. I'll talk to you all later. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, Derek, what are we listening to next? Let's pick it up some with Eyes Wide Open. I love that tune. It was a really fun experience um, recording that. And as I was working with Philip Doc Martin on his album, Good Day at Work, we actually recorded our albums at the same studio. And that was he was an inspiration for me getting the rhythm section together and going into the studio. And um, Eyes Wide Open was one of those um, selections that we recorded on day one of the recording from um, from the selections from from here. All right, here is eyes wide open.
That was Eyes Wide Open from producer keyboardist Derek Harvin's debut release from here. I have another call for you, Derek, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Caller? Hello, Derek. How you doing, my lovely mom? <laughs> Hi, sweetie. I'm doing wonderful. How I you doing? So Thank you for calling you. in. <laughs> You're so Thank welcome. Thank you so much, Mom. Thank you. I love you. Hello, Hello. Hello. <laughs> So, Miss right, Rita, then. tell us about yes. Derek. Tell us about how um, you have this son who has become this very well-known producer and keyboardist. <laughs> I am so proud of Derek. I already, always have been supportive of him. He started out when he was a toddler with a little Cookie Monster piano, and from there he moved up keyboard and up and up and up, and he went to school for it, and I'm just so proud of him. He loves what he does. Mm-hmm. And I still have that Cookie Monster piano. That <laughs> sounds like there's a story there. <laughs> it is. He wasn't even two years old when they got that for him. And he and then when he was uh, learning to play, he took music lessons, but he was just gifted with it. So he would, over the summer when he was out of school, he would just practice all day long on his keyboard. Okay. Now, let me ask you this, Miss Rita. When you yes. gave him that Cookie Monster keyboard, was it to keep him occupied or was it to introduce him to music? No, his dad and I, we bought that for a Christmas present for him. And uh-huh. he just loved it. He would bang on it. And then he just took an interest in music. <laughs> okay. And so then, Derek, by you playing that, that um, – <laughs> Gave you your interest in the keyboard? Um, it it did. I, I I love I I always loved the piano. But strangely enough, when I was you know when I started to get into grade school, I started stu- I started studying brass wind. So I started playing the trumpet, okay. um, and then also mm-hmm. woodwind instruments such as the clarinet. Um, and it wasn't until I you know I've always played music in church, um, but it wasn't until like my um, sophomore year of college that I changed my major from trumpet and went back to the piano. Um, and because it was, it was my kind of first love, you know, and I just felt like the piano and I could just really sit at the piano. And I remember, and I still have my piano at my mom's house. And I remember just kind of serenading her. It's in the living room, you know, and it's still there. And I, and I just, just love the experience of just being able to sit at the piano and, and move people with my gift. Okay. All right. Well, that's awesome. awesome. Now, I have a question for his mom, too. Now, you know, when we, we all have kids that we introduce to music and things like that. Right. A lot of times they, they're, they're just into it, and they just, you know, play it for a hobby. But when did you realize that he was uh, going to be professionally, professionally, you know, good, and, and you know, he that was going to be his profession versus just something that he would just sit up as a hobby or something to kind of go to school for or something like that? Uh, it began, I realized that when he was in high school, and as I said, over the summers, he would just practice all day long. He would just play his keyboard. He would just practice and practice and practice and practice. And I began to realize, even though I put him in professional uh, piano lessons, uh, he just, he was more gifted than that, and he just, it just took off, and he, his love of music, piano, and, and and then he got he learned the business side of it, and I was very proud of him when he went to school for it full time. And he's just he's just super. He's <laughs> he's my baby. <laughs> That's a proud mama. That's a proud mama. I know he's yeah. he's, he's, he's really he's really humble and uh, in what he does. Oh, okay. Yes. Wow. I really appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much. <laughs> you are so welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having him on there. Derek, I yeah, love no, you. My pleasure. I love you too, Mom. I love you uh, too. All right, babe. Okay, bye-bye. I'm going to keep okay. listening. Bye. Have a show. great day. Okay, bye. Thank you so okay. much. Bye. Bye-bye. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yes, definitely good. 
Okay. Now, so, now, I, I don't know what Terry's going to go, but I, I know I was going to try to go to the photography thing. Uh, how did you get into the photography thing? Oh, great question. Now, this goes back to um, my late father, uh, Thomas Harvin, and he was, he's, my dad is, in my opinion and in my eyes, and will always be the greatest artist that ever lived. Um, and he was an artist. Um, he would do sculptures, um, store planning, you know, for different department stores and architectural designs. And when I, it, and it was interesting about the photography part of my career and, and how that developed. It happened at the kind of the, the genesis of the From Here experience, um, being that it, it was, um, I, I kind of took a short pause from music. You know, I stopped producing other artists, um, kind of went in my photography, wanting to like really build compositions by way of visually, you know, visual compositions and, and what people will see and how it, how a still image can move someone. I, I, I found that that was really intriguing to me. And I started to dedicate my, I bought a really nice DSLR camera and I d- dedicated every photo that I t- took to my, to my father. Um, and I would always, every time I pressed that shut, I would think of him and how he would sit when I would grow up and I would watch him just at his drawing board, you know, every every night um, just working on his craft and, and continuously developing it, um, pers- persevering through any obstacles he might have had. But he was really diligent in his craft. So I got into photography and it was, again, like it was the beginning stages of the From Here experience, of which I didn't even know I would do the album at the time but I had a chance to really tap into that side of my, of my dad and his art. And it really was a, was a, was a huge instrumental part of my, the from here project, like all the photography, the, you know, and the design and the branding of that was, I, I was something that I put together myself, <laughs> you know, I had other photographers that would do like my headshots and, and the album artwork. Um, but for the, for the most part of it, I kind of knew what I wanted from here to, to look like. Not only what I that I knew what it would sound like, I knew what I wanted to look like when someone look at the the front, the front cover. You know, people they you know I, I I believe people judge a book by its cover. You know, if it looks intriguing and they want to go a little deeper into that that story, they will look at your gestures and 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 they'll go a little further. So, so to really address that question again, uh, you know, with that with the photography side. It is a part, it handshakes with the music component, and which, you know, and today for artists that are branding themselves and they're doing their albums, it doesn't just stop with the music. You know, it, people want a visual. They, you will probably get more love on YouTube because they want to yeah. see you. They want to, they want to see you perform. They want, they want that visual component. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, I totally agree okay. with that. Yes, yeah, I know that. It's not just about the music. It's about the image. You put out, and you know, and about the person, like about the person, the uh, sometimes even like the backstory stuff. You know, you, you never know. Maybe yeah. you had a famous, a famous, you know, parent, or you, maybe your your parent used to be a musician in the past. You know, all those things play a part in uh, in uh, aspiring musicians, uh, you know, um, ascent to try to you know to to uh, start them, you know, and and right. the big stage. So I totally agree with you. Yes, absolutely. Right. I agree too. I agree too. Um, it looks like Miss Rita called back in. Miss Rita, <laughs> yes, I had hung up. I was trying to listen to it on on the computer, and then I couldn't hear it, so I dialed back in. Oh, okay, no problem. Just hang on there. Um, so, Derek, right. I wanted to ask you about some of these um, artists and other people that you have written and produced for, in particular Betty White. What did you do with her? Oh yes, that's oh, I have a wonderful story about that. I was working on an album um, of an artist named Ruby Baker who lives in um, North Miami, and this is at the time that I was studying um, music uh, engineering at Full Sail in the early 2000, and I had the opportunity to work with um, Ruby Baker, and on her album. I was surprised that it opened up the doors for me to work with many great legendary artists that I've always adored, such as Shaka Khan um, and Betty Wright, because they participated on this project. And being that it was in uh, Miami, where where Betty Wright resided, um, had the opportunity to be in the studio with her and and work mm-hmm. alongside with her as I was um, 
putting this album together and arranging and and on to the um to the mixing stage of it she was an instrumental part of that album and I had a chance to work with her closely in the studio so several little nuggets that she would give me <laughs> that I still remember you know um she's so intuitive and so involved in you know with with the music that it was you know you know when she would speak to you and and just you know just tell you something to do production wise you wouldn't you know, second guess her judgment. She was right on it, and and it, she was extremely instrumental in helping me develop and my um, endeavors with music production. As you know, as a music producer. Okay, am I thinking about the same Betty White? I'm thinking about the actress. Oh no, no, I'm thinking uh, your clean up okay. woman, Betty White. <laughs> oh, 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 got it. Okay, got it. All right. All right, and then you also worked with uh, Natasha Bedingfield and Hillary Duff. Yes. Did some American Idol yes. work there. Tell us about that. Yes. Um, so you know, I, in my in my pop production days, in which I still still do that, but um, more so now in the contemporary jazz, smooth jazz vein, um, had a great opportunity to work with Hillary Duff and Cara Diagardi, um, which was one of the judges on American Idol. We had an opportunity to work together and. Um, and compose and produce a couple of selections on Hillary Duff's album uh, Dignity um, back in 2007, and that was a great experience. I was spending a lot of time um, out in California, just flying back and forth, and just taking it all in. And you know, as we mentioned earlier in, in the show, uh, as we were talking with Martin about developing my craft, not only you know from the musical side, um, but also from the business side. So. Had I not had those experiences um, working with Mr. Bloxon, um, I, I, I don't believe I would have been fully prepared to work with those major artists that I did at that time. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, I was asking you, the reason why I said Betty White, but you were saying it's Betty Wright, right? W-R-I-G-H-T? Yes. yes. Okay. The um, On your website, on your bio, it says mm-hmm. Betty White. So that's oh, okay. why I thought so it was a typo there. Betty White. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. I-G-H-T. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, um, Mike, do you have any other questions? Yeah, I'm um, just, just, just one more question. Yeah, um, you know, geography-wise, is being in Florida advantageous to your career, or do you think that somewhere like the West Coast would have been is, is more doable? And plus, you you know, you, you've been from New York. You know, New York is a major capital of uh, you know inter- entertainment as well. So is is being in Florida yes. advantageous to your career? Um, being in Florida has been great for my life. <laughs> you know, as <laughs> as a person, not Derek Harvin, the, the artist, um, but Derek Harvin, the the individual and the person. It's been great um, being here, and you can always get on a plane. And and I I love to travel um, coast to coast. Actually, next week. Um, my fiance and I we're going to be flying out to NAM to the NAM convention um, in Anaheim, California. Um, that's the National Association of Music Merchants, and we're going to be spending some time out there and also uh, get to hang out with my good buddy Julian Vaughn out there um, at the convention. But I, I, you know, in these days with you know being able to produce and and share ideas by way of the web and you know Dropbox and Google Drive, you're able to collaborate with essentially anyone at a drop of a dime, you know, so I, you know, even with some of the things that I'm working on right now with, um, with Julian and a, f- a few other, um, artists in the industry, you know, we haven't met face to face. So as far as my career, you know, I, I think it would be, I would love to be back in the city, um, back in New York city. However, you know, I have family all up the coast and they're very supportive um, I, you know, where I am is in the right place right now, and I can always travel to do what I need to do. Um, now, we know that Julian is working on a new CD. Are you on that? I am. <laughs> ah. It looks like I am. Yeah, yeah, so I don't want to talk too much about that, but, you know, we, we've been in some discussion. Um, and it's a circle. You know, the, the great thing about Smooth Jazz is that it is a very, very tight niche uh, family, you know, um, like mm-hmm. Philip Doc Martin, Early Thornton, um, 
even working with Steve Oliver out there on the West Coast. That's how, how we worked together. I, I didn't meet Steve in person, but we were sending files back and forth, um, putting together songs for Early Thornton on his In Transit release. And the same applies for working with Julian. Uh, we haven't met in person, but we, we're certainly getting things going. And he's just, he's an awesome artist. And just, you know, I had a great opportunity to connect with him um, over the past few months. Um, me and my production partner, um, Darius Jamal, we've been working on some things um, collectively together. Okay. So okay. we're, we're seeing right. about that. Yes, that's, you know, I don't want to, <laughs> I will let him do that. <laughs> That, well, you, you know, know what? I introduction, wasn't, but <laughs> I really wasn't. Uh, um, I didn't think you would tell me because sometimes we will ask an artist, you know, who's working on their next release, and they won't say because you know things aren't confirmed or whatever. So when I asked you that, I was really not expecting you to tell me. Yes, yeah. I, was, I was expecting you to say, "Well, yeah. I really can't say right anything right now." But okay, so thank you for giving us that little tidbit. I look forward to hearing that. All right. Yes, definitely. Sure. definitely. That, yeah, that should be pretty good, but I don't think Julian's going to be talking to anybody uh, no time soon after his Kansas City Chiefs just lost the other night. So he's uh, <laughs> home right now, <laughs> soaking up, up his tears right now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, do you have anything you would like to add? Oh, me? me? Would I yes, like ma'am. to add something? I like to thank you, uh, this Derek's mind. I just like to thank you for the opportunity that you're giving Derek and the support and the encouragement as he continues his pursue his goals. I always told both my sons, uh, his oldest brother, uh, Marlon and Derek, I said, Why you young, follow your dream, follow your goal. You mm-hmm. got mom behind you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go for it. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, Derek, it has been such a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you for giving Mike and I the opportunity. Absolutely, Terry and Mike. Thank you for having me. And, you know, when the future releases come out, I would love to be a part of the show again in the very near future. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, Absolutely. definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I definitely look, Absolutely. Look, look forward to, you know, meeting you on the road, you know, somewhere in the future, hopefully at one of these festivals and everything. So, yeah, definitely. A- Absolutely. I look forward to that as well. Yeah, All I right. sent you a friend well, request you. on uh, Facebook too. So you know, if you see that, and uh, I just sent you a friend request on Facebook. So yeah. Okay, I got it right yeah. here. Uh, I am. Okay. It's okay. been confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> thank you again, Derek, Miss Rita. Thank you so much for calling right. in. It's a pleasure meeting you. Pleasure meeting you too, both of you. All right. You Love both. you, Derek. All right. So. Okay. <laughs> All right, everyone. So that was Derek Harvin. His new release is called From Here. You can find it on his website, Derek Harvin, H-A-R-V as in Victor, I-N.com, iTunes and Amazon. Um, You can find it in all the usual places. Definitely pick it up. I think you will like it a lot. Thanks thanks again, um, Derek. Mike? One more thing from from Derek. Uh, Let everybody know where they can find you on social media as well. Oh, yes, yes. You can find me on social media at Derek Harvin um, on Facebook. And then, um, and also you can visit my website at www.derekharvin.com and all the social media links are there at the bottom of the page. Also, if you're in the area, um, you can see my shows, upcoming shows as well. So be sure to visit DerekHarvin.com and, and connect with me. Leave me a message and I would love to correspond with you um, and see what you think about the project. So you hey, on Instagram, Twitter, and all that? I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, I was asking, you, are you on Instagram and everything? Yes, I'm on Instagram as well. Yes, I'm on Instagram okay. under um, Derek Harvin. Okay, and, and I was every, asking about your photography work. Yes, well, my photography. I actually pulled the photography site down um, because what happened, what was happening on um, in the search engines. I was being looked at more as a photographer and not a musical artist. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of pulled back on that. Um, and, you know, and I, I wanted people to take me um, more and, you know, as a musical artist versus, you know, uh, a photographer. But I am still, okay. I am still shooting. But I mostly do that for um, just other clients, you know, music clients and um, alike. Okay. Cool. All right. 
and I want to let you know that Ali J posted in the chat room when we were talking about um, radio stations leaving and all that. He says that good music like Derek's will find a way to be heard. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. definitely. All right. That's awesome. All right, That's Derek. Awesome. Thank you again. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Mm-hmm. Likewise, Terry. Thank you again, and thank you, Mike, as well. Thank you for having thank me. You. All right, and you and Miss Rita have a great day. Yes, and same to you. All right, bye. All right, bye bye. Okay, bye-bye. Mike, we have a little less than two minutes to go. What's going on in your area? Um, nothing too much is going on in the area and everything. You know, um, you know, just happy that uh, you know we made it to 2016 now, and like so, we're you know celebrating uh, eight years of talking smooth jazz, and uh, just can't wait to see what the next year. It's going to hold for the different artists that we're going to be interviewing and uh, exposing to the fans. So look yeah. forward to a great year. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks to Joe from Germany, Ali J. Thanks for hanging out with us in the chat room. You guys have a great day. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth. Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind.